All right, let's do this. Mastering Mitzvahs, episode one, the podcast. Jordan Marshall, Michael Langsner. This is our first time doing this. This is our first time doing this, and it's actually the first time that I think we're sitting down and speaking uh, to clients, to well, to anybody listening, but what we do on the regular basis and why our jobs are so fun and unique and exciting. So It's actually kind of wild to just be sitting across the table from each other and barely a script and... Uh, some idea of where we're going to go with this. Yes, correct. And uh, I think that uh, it's important that, that we kind of put out in the beginning kind of who we are and, and, and why we chose to do this and, and where we're from. So, you know, for those of you guys who have been following uh, the Explosive Entertainment brand uh, or myself, my name is Jordan Marshall uh, and uh, the president uh, and uh, kind of and founder, uh, really, of Explosive Entertainment. And uh, we've had this, uh, this super dope entertainment company rocking and rolling for uh, just under 15 years now. So, uh, Mikey, what do you got? My story is interesting because I, I met Jordan when I was a banquet manager. I was running a nightclub. I was DJing at the nightclub. I became banquet manager at this nightclub, and Jordan and his team were there very frequently performing, and I, I took a real liking towards him and his crew, and uh, we always talked about afterlife, what was going to happen after I got out of the nightclub business and got out of the world of being a banquet manager. And uh, With a couple attempts, we said we were going to make this happen and we were going to get together and Finally, I think about seven years ago, it was 2012, uh, I came on board with Explosive Entertainment full-time, and I'm now a partner of the company as well. And we've actually known each other for, for how, like, it's been a while, right? Probably 15 years. It's it? awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, both Mike and myself, and, and talking to all you guys out there in a podcast listening world, that, uh, you know, we're, we're super excited to kind of bring our mindset to you guys you know if you know Mike and I you probably know that we are two complete polar opposite personalities um, when it comes to just about everything we do on, on a daily uh, routine um, when it comes to the way that we entertain and cultivate our talent and cultivate our uh, clients and develop uh, our events we you know we take two separate approaches but I think when you put us together you got something special. A little bit of a yin and a yang here. You got a, a lot of bit of a yin and a yang. <laughs> if, if you saw us right now, Jordan's in a sleeveless. Uh, what do you call it? A flannel. I think it's a flannel. Yeah, something like a flannel. A pair, a pair of Jordans and uh, ripped jeans, and I'm wearing a corporate sweater. And, that's it. You know, somewhat dress shoes. That's that's it. Just I, kind of tells I, us. About I have one shoes. one tattoo out for every bar mitzvah I've done. I think which is, it seems like thousands. Three to four hundred. <laughs> <easy, yeah. laughs> so um, yeah. Yeah, you know, being that this is our first podcast, why? What what made us decide to do this? You know, it's pretty cool. Like, so Mike and I, we we go back and forth, uh, you know, day in and day out, trying to find new ways to bring our ideas, um, our excitement, our energy to the world of primarily bar and bat mitzvahs, but private events in general. Uh, mainly, you know, being our our, our mitzvah. Um, market, so to speak, and I think that a mitzvah podcast um, is something that isn't being done. You know, we did a lot of research, and uh, you know, Mike will get into it in a second as well. But we did a lot of research on the podcasts and the content uh, that is available and out there for you guys as listeners um, to kind of gain knowledge and gain insight on how to develop your events, and it's just not there like that. So we wanted to put something cool together and make this uh, completely uh, based on our uh, opinions and the way that we kind of you know cultivate our events to, to take your next mitzvah and your uh, your private event style uh, mitzvah to the next level. We, um, we're very fortunate. We go to a lot of trade shows, a lot of uh, conventions, and it seems like every time we go to one of these, the mitzvah seminars are the heaviest attended seminars at the trade shows. 
because there's a, an enigma to bar and bat mitzvahs, and there's not... It's taboo, the yeah, bar mitzvah, there, right? there's not a whole <laughs> ton of people doing bar and bat mitzvahs, or at least doing them well, and I'd say in the last few years, we've really gained industry and national, national credit. notoriety to what Straight we're doing, up. so... Um, we wanted to give back a little bit. That's kind of what the whole podcast community Pain is it about. Forward. Pain it forward. Pain it forward. Giving back. Um, and, and, and yes, we expect industry listeners, our, our friends in the industry are going to be listening. We hope younger, upcoming entertainer, you know, entertainers listen and get uh, ideas from us. But at the same time, we really want to inspire not only our clients, but... Clients of bar and bat mitzvahs all across the country. I mean, there's people planning these things everywhere. 100%. Future clients, past clients, even if you're not a client of ours, even if you have another entertainment company booked, but you want some cool ideas, a fresh twist, you know, we're looking to put out weekly content um, on the newest, hottest, uh, most exciting, uh, you know, ways that you can help develop uh, this this mitzvah into something groundbreaking and something that is truly uh, life-lasting. So, um, for the listeners, here's how we think we're going to go about this, and this is a whole new uh, territory for us, so uh, we're not plotting an exact plan, but we do intend on uh, Jordan and I doing most of the weekly, but we're going to be bringing in guests uh, to speak with us. These guests yep. are going to be decorators, planners, venue owners. We even want to bring in some past clients and talk to them about their experiences right. working with us, um, things that they ran into, maybe some yeah. roadblocks or... Snafus, looking- fears, like uh, what? what is the... You know, the one big thing that if you could do it all over again, maybe you would do differently. Uh, You know, uh, things you would have added, taken away. And these are all great, um, you know, uh, notes and and nuggets, as we like to call them, um, that you guys can take and imply them and incorporate them into your uh, event planning uh, development or maybe taking a a different approach to your next party that you're booking. And it's all just designed to, you know, to to spread the love, you know? So basically... uh we don't know how many people are actually going to be tuning in and listening. Again, this is the first podcast. Uh, we got to figure out how to get it out on the Let's web. Let's be honest, bro. We're very interesting. We're, we're cool guys, man. I feel like everyone want to listen to this, man. It'll be cool. So let's, <laughs> let's go with it. Um, so, yeah, sometimes it's going to be Jordan doing the interview. Sometimes it's going to be uh, me. Sometimes it's going to be both of us. We're going to have guests in here. And, uh, and sometimes we might even take the show on the road, Mikey. Maybe we're out at a, at a location or you know a hot new venue, a, a great place that maybe you could throw your next party or you know uh, uh, focusing on a resource something that maybe you're not you know, seeing on the regular, that could be a really good help to, to help bring that party to, uh, to new heights. I should also say, if any listeners have any topics they want us to discuss, uh, leave your comments below. Um, feel free to message us. Yep. Uh, we'll leave all of our um, sources of uh, contact at the end of this. Absolutely. But uh, the easiest way is going to be info at xeevents.com. That'll get Correct. to both of us. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to... You know, chatting all different ideas. Absolutely, absolutely. So we got a, a couple of our, our, our topics already covered here, Mikey. Uh, we uh, what do we you know what do we love about this thing that we call you know bar bot benay banat mitzvah? You know that consumes our livelihood week in and week out. And I feel like once you know Saturday and Sunday roll through and we're done, it's Monday again and we're prepping for the next weekend. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I love about it is. It's different than any other type of event. And we we do weddings, we do corporate events, Sweet Sixteens, but there's nothing like a bar and bat mitzvah. And uh, for all the wedding people out there, you you are very accustomed to the term bridezilla. After doing bar and bat mitzvahs, I don't think brides are difficult at all. (laughs) Mitzvahs are tough. Mitzvahs are very tough. Um, They are. They they also plan. Some of them are planning two years in advance. So it's very cool. You get to meet your clients two years in advance and hold their hands through the process 
but sometimes the the process changes. Sometimes their plans change two, three, four times. They go full circle. They uh, they meet with you and they say, you know, we want to keep things mellow. It's going to be a quiet Saturday afternoon thing. You know, maybe some games. And yep. Next thing you know, it's two hundred and fifty people, and it's a rager. Yep, yep. And and rager literally means like you know crazy you know themes. Everything from social media to amazing race to sports to you know you name it. It, it really becomes a a full-on engulfing of this family's livelihood, the personality of the guest of honor, and any excuse that we have to brand that or bring that to into you know full view for the five hours that we're rocking, we're going to help develop it. So, um, so, yeah. so you know what we love about mitzvahs, I, Jordan. I, I sat with a client last night, uh, myself and MC Mike Schaefer. We were with a client last night. Uh, they came in the office about seven o'clock at night. We had no idea what we were walking into. They met us at a showcase. They still didn't have a venue. Um, they didn't have a theme. It was twins, a boy and a girl. The girl loves to dance. The boy just wants to play games. And what I love about mitzvahs is 10 minutes into this conversation, we were building this crazy, outlandish plan for a party that's something we've never done before, uncharted territory. But very realistic as in, like, this. a lot of these items are going to end up happening. Sure. And they were all puzzle pieces that we've used in different scenarios, but they've never been together on the same puzzle board. Right. Which is and, and that's that's something, guys, for all you guys listening, that is so cool. And that's really what if we can put a little nugget out there to you, is I'm gonna say it again. Um, you know, em- embrace your brand, embrace your theme, and just always be confident and love what you're doing, love the ideas that you're putting forth and have fun with it. Because the more fun you're having, the more fun we're gonna have developing it. Um, and I think that also too, you know, with, with a client like that, it's so funny. You know, you're sitting there and, and meeting with this client in office with one of our rock star MCs, Mike Schaefer, going over all these ideas. And then on the flip, I'm on the phone with a, a, a client from San Francisco, California, that is doing their entire mitzvah prep via phone and via Skype and via video call because you know they have us booked out in 2020 in the Bay Area where they're flying myself. You know, uh, one of our lead DJs, our lead four entertainers, out to rock their party in San Francisco. So it's so cool to, you know, see and hear the different caliber of clients that we get on the regular, and everything from you know being able to throw a rock to the to the family that you know lives in Manalapan up the road, to you know obviously traveling you know nationwide to to perform these incredible celebrations. You know, for the listeners that don't know us that well, we're based out of Central Jersey. Uh, so for us to go all the way out to the Bay Area in San Francisco is pretty awesome. It's humbling. And, uh, you know, they, they saw us at a party in New Jersey. They flew back home and they said they need us. And it was, you know, was it simple? No. But they knew and they were going to pay and we made it happen. It's awesome. Uh, so, Jordan, what is it that you love about mitzvahs? Man, I just, I just love that, you know, we get to work with incredible, incredible clients day in and day out that are all completely different, that literally have their own, I guess, family makeup and development, whether you're, you're dealing with a super extroverted, you know, guest of honor who wants to be the center of attention and, you know, have that crazy, you know, uh, roof blowing off the place, you know, styled introduction to, you know, being the center of their entire event for five hours. And then, you know, I might meet with a client the very next day who, you know, has a, a, maybe a, a son who is a little bit more uh, introverted and he's, a, you know, a little bit more laid back and doesn't really want to be the center of attention but still wants to enjoy his event and he's a big gamer and he loves tech. And, you know, I just love that we get to create these amazing dance floor energies as well as 
activity-based, almost team-building style of mitzvahs, you know, into mitzvahs that are very tech-driven, where we might have something like, you know, one of our options like uh, that we call like a silent disco, or maybe we're incorporating a social media thread into the event. You know, there's so many different elements that we can kind of uh, put into the, the everyday uh, mitzvahs that happen here, and they're all different. So I just love being able to meet different families, handle different types of events, and it just changes every day. So I, I love that. I want to go a little off plan here, but Jordan, you're Jewish. Mm-hmm. You grew up in a Jewish household. I'm Jewish. Didn't grow up practicing nearly as much as you did. Do you think that's important for us as entertainers and business owners? Do you think it's important for clients to know that we uh, have get gone it? through this? That we get it? We get it? <laughs> but, um, but for those also who want to get into the industry, yeah. do you have to be Jewish to get this? No, You know what? No, you don't. Uh, is it a extra feather in your cap if you've actually gone through the process of learning your Haftorah portions, your Torah portions, going to Hebrew school all those years, you know, on the Sundays when I wanted to be playing sports with my friends or, you know, going two times a week when everybody's hanging out or or doing stuff, you know, like it's the grind of, of, of actually being raised, you know, Jewish to do this, you know, incredible, have this incredible rite of passage, you know, when you're 13, it is definitely an extra kudos, I think, to be able to really uh, talk the talk walk the walk, so to speak, and, and say, hey, listen, you know, I totally understand what you're getting, where this party seems overwhelming. I remember when my mom was planning it, and she didn't have the beauty of things like the internet, or the beauty of Pinterest, or the beauty of social media, Instagram, Facebook, where all these pictures are at her disposal. My mom literally, remember Trapper Keepers, bro? Of course. Remember Trapper Keepers from back in the day? I'm taking you guys back. You're throwing mom, this your back. Your mom probably had four or five oh color-coded. Dude, she was like binder crazy, and you know, and Jamie, my assistant, would love that. She's all about the binders. We had my mom was binder crazy, man, with all the tabs and her whiteout, and you know, it was this huge, almost mitzvah Bible, so to speak. It was my mom's Torah, literally, what she kind of you know went to, to to plan this event. And I just feel like now there's so many advantages to planning. Now you have so much at your disposal that. You know, I can bring that story to my families and I can tell them that I get it. Listen, and we're here to help them. And, and knowing that we're a mom and pop mentality kind of shop that can perform these big events, I think really puts that ace up our sleeve. So, again, going off script here a little bit, I want to talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many relationships in the industry, uh, not only entertainers, but venues, planners, um, how does that tie all in and create a smooth day for your client? Oh, man, you know, it, and I think both of us kind of started out like this. We, with you in the banquets, you know, even before jumping into the, the full-on uh, entertaining and, and, and event development side, you know, when you, when you first jump in and you realize you do a good job and you're on to something, it, it's very much how can how can I help and what can I do and and you know how can I uh, you know help make this event amazing and you're kind of not not for any crazy reason but you're thinking more of yourself so to speak and how can I make this awesome whereas now I think we're at the point where we have so many great professionals like you said that we can lean on to create this dynamic team from photographers to videographers to event planners that we work with to the venue staff to you know all these people and these these different team members that come together behind the scenes whereas you know this isn't the action you're going to actually see out on the dance floor but it, it's so super important and we always say it time and time out you know playing nice in the sandbox is crucial and i think that's something that we're we're paying it forward and, and you know what shouting out that photography like, yo that was a dope shot you took you know this is so and so's photography from you know zachary's bar mitzvah if you haven't checked them out make sure you check them out you know like just kind of 
being uh, showing that teamward fashion really, really helps bring all the elements together. I think it makes a better environment for the family on the day of the event. I think that they rest assured knowing that as awesome as the energy is on their dance floor, that their vendors are killing it on the back end. It just lights out. That's I, huge. I'm going to tell you, I kind of asked the question because it was, it was a weighted question because mm. I've seen it from two standpoints. I, I remember when I first started DJing, probably before I was you know more in the bar and bat mitzvah business, but first started DJing, I'd go to these banquet halls as a DJ, I'd show up with my equipment. It was tiny equipment back then, and um, I, you know, you walk in, and instantly the serving staff—they look at you like oh, another DJ. Yep. And they'd be like, what, "What do you mean another DJ? I mean, you're in a job of serving guests at a party, and who's going to provide the musical background for the party? Of course, it was a DJ. If if not, it was a band. You know what? Uh, so, I'm calling out there to to the families that are planning parties to book venues and book with professionals, whether it's photography, planners, decorators, that understand and know bar and bat mitzvahs, because this is not a, uh, what's a one-pony horse, I guess you could say. Yeah. Or one, one-trick one, pony. Thank you very I got much. You. There's uh, a bunch of one-pony ho- horses out there, I think. <laughs> I think if you're one-pony, you're also going to be a horse. That's Some, a whole other topic. Something like that. Right. The, the, the whole concept, though, <laughs> we all need to work well together. Jordan Jordan say play well in the sandbox together. Totally. Um, you know, a photographer can't walk in feeling like he's the most important person in the room. However, a DJ, and DJs have egos, we all know it, DJs can't walk in, though, thinking that they're the most important piece. And the, the caterer can't think they're the most important piece. Those puzzle pieces come together to make a stellar event. And when they all work well together, the outcome is stellar. It's flawless. It's seamless. But when there's friction and... You know, the caterer's only concern is getting the food out early so that he could clean up real quick and flip the room for another party. His best interest is not the client at hand. You know, sometimes the photographer can't wait to get the formal shots out of the way so he could pack up early, you know. I can't tell you how many times we're going into the last, you know, portion of our event and there's still, you know, formalities that need to be done and the photographer's like, hey, can we move this along because I'm out in 20 minutes. Yeah, now... We're probably going to talk much more on these topics when we bring in photographers, when we sit with venue owners. But the main point here is for the families that are planning, as you're booking, we all love to book things that are different and unique and out of the box. But don't go too far. It's got to make sense. It's totally got to make sense. No doubt about that. So um, let's go back to our little plan here. Plan. I like it. Jordan, biggest challenges that you see... From our standpoint, from entertainer standpoint, in bar and bar mitzvahs, man, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll take this straight off, off the cuff on myself. You know, almost as my myself as a performer. You know, I've been doing this pretty heavily for 15 years, performing high end, uh, boutique, uh, exciting, one of a kind events. And I think that the big one of my biggest challenges is staying relevant. And you know, being almost 40 years old. You know, there are some younger, you know, cats that are in this in this industry that are making their way and doing some cool stuff and, you know, staying relevant, not even just with my look and the way that I approach events, but, you know, in our neck of the woods, Monmouth County, you know, being having a base, you can literally throw a rock and hit eight DJ companies that do a good job. But I, I'm, I'm going to say, I, yeah. even though you think that's one of your biggest challenges, I think you're in your prime right now. You know, 15 years. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate know, it. 15 years. We got to do these podcasts more often, man. He's making me feel old. fussy. I, I don't compliment him as much day to day. <laughs> but 15 years under your belt of solid experience, 
as opposed to a guy that's been doing it for you know 15 months. That behind the wheel time, man. You, there's no substitute for actually getting out there and ripping events, for, for walking into an event and being like, oh my God. So the guest of honor isn't the only autistic child in here. The entire party's autistic. You know, like being able to handle what life throws at families and people on the regular and, and knowing that, hey, listen, this, these situations that are happening in the day-to-day life aren't going to be able to be put on hold for this event. You're going to have to work it in. That's a sensitive situation, yep. but it should be spoken about because, incredibly, it happens frequently these days that you know there's guests at events, if not the guest of honor, that has special needs. And sometimes the family clearly addresses it from day one when they're booking, and other times it's kind of a surprise until the day of for us or, or something that you know and it's you know obviously families handle everything what they think is best for their culture of, of family which is cool but you know sometimes it might be something that they don't want to talk about or they don't want to address and you know not that it's bad but you know the more information that we know and we say it all the time like the more that you know you can let us know and and, and kind of relate to us with the more we can utilize that either to use or not to use on the day of the event and, and know how to kind of narrate that. So I, I want to answer the question of biggest challenge for me. I feel like 90% of the families we sit with say we want to do things different. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be the same that we've seen week after week. And especially if they're booking at a venue that is very popular and Correct. week after week is doing bar about mitzvahs. The challenge is how do you get out of the box when sometimes the client is afraid to get out of the box. They want to, right? but they keep coming back to a standard timeline. They keep coming back to, well, I still need to do a candle lighting. I still need to do a Kiddush, a Motsi, a Hora. Um, you know, we could get creative. And, and like our appointment last night, I mean, we had some wild ideas. If they use 10% of those ideas, I think they're still going to have a very cool out-of-the-box event. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes a family some... Uh, Courage to, to really sure does. execute out and, of the box. And it's 100%. I completely agree with you. Um, and I also think that it's hard for, you know, when you start listing out all these ideas and, and different ways that you can go and, and none of it is the norm, it can get overwhelming very quick. So I think sometimes for, for these families, it might just be easier to be like, ah, you know, let's, let's just do 13 candles. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like you had such a great idea. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're keeping the podcast, you know, time sensitive, but, you know, Mike had such a great idea with this client yesterday for, um, for their candle lighting and, and basically long story short, it was incorporating a lot of video, um, live video and grabbing snippets of the family from different times, basically shouting out the guest of honor as a digital candle lighting ceremony. You know, if you are familiar with Barn Bar Mitzvahs, you know, I mean, I had one when I was 13, a candle lighting ceremony are usually poems, speeches. Uh, you know, ways to call up your loved ones for 13 candles. That's something that hasn't changed. In, that, in, 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 you know, Mitzvah, you said you're almost 40. So. As true as, as trying not to play Coke and Pepsi, but having to play Coke and Pepsi, my right. friend. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, these are things that are tried and true with bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. And, and Mike had such a great idea. But I think sometimes, too, when, when clients hear certain stuff, you know, it's hard to just jump out of what's comfortable and be like, okay, cool. So it, it might be easier just to revert back to the norm, you know. So I, I think every one of these topics that we're touching will be a podcast if, of itself. And, and I should say our goal is to kind of keep these podcasts around 30 minutes. Uh, again, this is our first one. There's some experimentation that's going to happen. But uh, Jordan and I both listen to a lot of podcasts during the week. Yep. Uh, some of them are two-plus hours long, and some of them are six minutes long. Gary V is pumping out you know three- to six-minute podcasts yep. left and right. 
I like the shorter podcast. Not too short, but um, I like while I'm driving. I got a 45-minute ride to work. If I could get a 30-minute podcast yep. in or 30 minutes on the uh, treadmill in the morning. That's it. Um, so our goal is keep this around 30 minutes, keep it relative. And keep the content fresh for you guys. We want to always come back with new exciting topics that you could literally take, cut, and paste into your development for what you're doing right there and then and say, oh, man, that was a cool idea. I could use that. And That's what it's all about is keeping that fresh content. So we, we hope to release these things weekly. Um, and uh, hopefully for some listeners out there, you might be listening and we might already be at Oh, they're going to be listeners. We're going to give you all the handles. You're going to follow this thing because yeah. you know what? I'm telling you, mitzvahs, mitzvahs, mitzvahs. In this area, they are what drive the private event game, so to speak. And not to toot our own horns, but we got a pretty good handle on them. And I think you guys will pick up some really cool ideas. So, Jordan, where do you think the future of bar and bot mitzvah oh, is going? Oh my this God. is a tough outer, outer space? I mean, like, is that the next big thing? I, You know what, man? Like, it's so funny because we literally... You know, meet with clients on the day to day. We we create these amazing trade shows, these amazing showcases with all the hottest new extras, coolest new games. You know, I constantly find myself watching all the all kinds of pop culture TV and you know uh, seeing what the the hottest new you know clothing lines are and the biggest in tech and just staying relevant on pop culture. That's really become our twenty four seven job. So, you know, I think the future of mitzvahs is honestly going now. Um, you know, with, with certain companies in the area, uh, us being being one of them, you know, that have a, a really, really, really good handle on mitzvah development. I, I think the mitzvahs are kind of going wherever we tell people to, which is pretty cool, man. It's, it's an a, interesting answer. It's true. It's an interesting answer. You know, I, I, I see trends. There was a big trend of using nightclub space for bar and bar mitzvahs for a long time. Um, you know, in the wedding world, everything is going rustic. You know, barn weddings, farm weddings, outdoor weddings, tented weddings. So, you know, where is the bar and bar mitzvah future is, is really an interesting question. I, you know, we always say the attention span of guests is really short these days. Yes. So that the, 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 I have to say that the day of the 30 minute candle lighting, I think has seen its end. Uh, I don't think people are going to be doing 30 minute candle lightings and no matter which way you slice it, 13 candles, a minute and a half to two minutes each. I'm saying, yo man, without airing out your, your entire game plan from yesterday, I think we're on to something with creating a, a pretty dope new candle. Lighting. Well, uh, there's a you know, a lot of companies have jumped on the Kahoot bandwagon, so let's just you know talk about Kahoot. We used to play a digital trivia game. Well, it used to be a, a trivia game where MC just sat yeah, on so stage. Say, what is Kahoot, Mike? Asking questions. <laughs> now it's digital. Now it's all based on phones. And uh, you know, if you're at a bar by mitzvah and your event host pulls out a piece of paper to do trivia, tell him he's better than that, <laughs> and that you're better than that, and that you seem better than that. Come on, guys. You know, it's all about evolving and evolution and it's also knowing about knowing your abilities um, and doing your best to kind of conquer what you do well without trying to do out, outside your means I'll be perfectly honest when I first you know started in the industry and got into it I wanted to have my hands on everything I'm like hey Mike we should do this we should get into photography and videography and, and do all this stuff and Mike was like yo, yo Jordan slow down which is pretty much what he has to tell me on on the daily but um, several times a day <laughs> but it's cool I go really fast and he likes to slow me down that's how we do it but um, I, basically what, what I was getting at is that it, it was so much more uh, it's such a better thing for me to, to slow down and to kind of grab what I do well and what we do well master that kick the you know what out of that and make that amazing before trying to do a lot of little things half-assed, so to speak. It is easier to focus on what your skill set is. You know, I'm thinking about the future of mitzvahs, and I think they're either going to go 
super elegant, high-end, black tie again, or they're going to be casual. It's going to be denim and diamonds kind of thing. Yep. There won't be a gray area. It's going to be, you know, you're either getting invited to this black tie, super, super high-end. Suited and booted. Or, or you're going to be going to a fun, casual, I mean, uh, I, I think that's going to be the, the future of bar and bat mitzvahs. I like it. You know what? And it's so funny because that that's also what you guys, the listeners, are here to help. Helping to push that entertainment ball in, in, in a certain direction, you know? Like, it, it all comes with your taste and with your flavor and with the, you know, vibe that you're trying to produce. You know, think outside the box. Get creative. You know, creativity doesn't always have to mean it's going to cost you a million dollars. Just try to... You know, absorb something different and and produce a a different kind of vibe, and you're already leveling up the entire industry because it's making people think on another level. Something that's not such a given. You know, if I had a, if Mike and I had a dollar for every baseball theme we had, we could retire and we wouldn't have to work ever again. So well, good, good transition. Transitioning. So we're closing in on thirty minutes. Jordan, if you've got one tip for a family that's listening right now, yeah. having anything to do with bar bat mitzvahs, entertainment related, venue related timeline planning related what's the one tip that you would give that listener like this podcast and listen to it every single week and I promise you guys damn good incredible tip. incredible content we're gonna do this damn good tip wow uh, you got nothing on that You're, that's like, that's like mic drop lights out that's it <laughs> I'm just gonna say trust the people that you book yes and book based on your gut if your gut instinct is oh, I hope this venue could pull it off I, it, it, it's the right price but I I have some fear. You're going to be nervous through that whole planning process. And you might want to sit with another one or two venues. Yeah. <laughs> same thing, you know, how many times How many times have we sat with people and they say, can you back up my photographer and just guide him? He's never done a, a mitzvah before. Just let him know where he should be standing, where he should be shooting, what should he be shooting. Go with your gut. If he doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. Right, and the fact that you're asking your DJ where your photographer should stand, that should tell you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do you find us online, Jordan? Oh, here we go. All right, so if you got to write this down, if you got to punch this in, now's the time to take notes. So you can check out all things that are Explosive Entertainment if you just want to get a great overview of the company itself. You can check us out online at www.xeevents.com. That'll give you a great overview of everything that we do from bar bot mitzvahs all the way through the gamut. You can see great videos, awesome recaps, event extra ideas, and learn a little bit about our team. That's another big thing that we didn't get to talk about this time, but we're going to get into is, is our team. And uh, you know, we're, we're very blessed to have some, some serious, serious talent on our roster. Um, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you want to check us out on, on, on Instagram, it is at xe. Events, so there's two E's back to back in there, X E E V E N T S. And if you want to check us out on Facebook, it's obviously uh, Facebook.com. Uh, um, and then you go right over there and check us out at Explosive Entertainment with an X, there's no E in there. So a lot of people get that confused. There's no E on the front end of our name. So it's Explosive Entertainment. And we got anything else? Anywhere else to check us out? Oh, you know what else you guys could do? We're going to work on getting this bad boy all over iTunes and Spotify as well, too. So um, the best part about this podcast is that you could actually save it. And, you know, through Apple, they have that your uh, podcast app. You could just like it. Like and, it, follow it. Yep, and it'll just keep re-upping. So keep, keep hitting refresh, and it'll download our newest episode. 
to subscribe. Yeah, that's what it is. There subscribe. It is. Subscribe button. So this is Mastering Mitzvahs. It's episode one. I think uh, pretty soon. And it's about mastering our podcast lingo. We're going to get all this cool stuff for you. It's going to be great. It's going to be a nice little cool weekly endeavor that Mike and I are pleased and it's a pleasure to be speaking to you guys on and we're uh, we're excited for the weeks to come. I think we got some big news to release next week too. We do. We do. A lot of big things are happening in the world of Explosive and uh, it's going to be awesome. See you later. See you guys next week.